Welcome to the MTB Tribe Podcast, your trail map for the world of mountain biking. And now, I'll introducing your host, Gareth Beckett. Howdy, mountain bikers. Thanks for being here, and welcome to episode 196 of the MTB Tribe Podcast. I'm here as always to help you find out more about mountain biking, how to get on the trails, keep you stoked and hopefully learn a little more about mountain biking and the people involved. So thanks so much for being here and for tuning in to the podcast. Now it's an absolute pleasure to have Ryan Oldfield on the podcast this week. Now if you don't know who Ryan is, he's the founder of Total MTB and Total MTB started as a social platform. It has grown to over 50,000 followers, but effectively it helps people improve their mental and physical well-being through mountain biking. Ryan, as a young kid and as he grew up into his teenage years, etc., realised he suffered from anxiety. And anxiety takes lots of different forms. But he found out that through mountain biking, getting out in nature, getting out in fresh air, all those kind of elements really helped him. So Ryan, just being the nice guy he is, he wanted to help other people. And Total MTB was born. Now, it's been going for around four years and it's been gathering strength all the time. And Ryan's doing an amazing job with it. He's got a crew of guys there that help him out. But... You know, it's an amazing, an amazing platform to get involved, to get people out mountain biking, to help people with their mental health problems and their physical needs and everything else. And it has grown from that into so much more. Um, If you want to know a little bit more, go to the show notes. You'll find them at mtb-tribe.com. But it was an absolute pleasure to get Ryan on the show. And, you know, this wasn't easy for Ryan. This gives Ryan anxiety doing these kind of things. So... I'm just stoked that this is the second podcast he's been on. And you'll get a lot from this, folks. It just will show you how mountain biking can change people's lives for the better. So it was great to get Ryan on the podcast and chat to him about it. We chat about a lot of stuff. We chat about how you can get 40% off your top brands by going via Ryan's website, etc. But all that, I'll leave all that into the podcast and let Ryan tell you about that. So without further ado, it's my pleasure to welcome Ryan to the MTB Tribe podcast. Hi Ryan, welcome to the MTB Tribe podcast. It's a pleasure to get you on the show, but how's things with you this morning? Good, thanks, yeah. You? Yeah, good mate, can't complain. Listen, sun's out. It's, I'm in shorts, believe it or not. I never wear shorts. I'm in shorts. It's <laughs> lovely. <laughs> so uh, it's all the same with people in England, isn't it? When it, the sun's out, that's it. Yeah. Shorts and uh, t-shirts and, and the lot. That's uh you know, it's amazing because <clears throat> I lived in Malta for a couple of years and the climate over there is really warm in the summer. And since I have come back, I haven't felt the cold as much here, which is weird. I think it's supposed to work the other way around. But I can wear shorts <laughs> here now. I never wore shorts in Northern Ireland before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing for you, but may- maybe not so, t- such a good thing for the people around you, depending <laughs> on how they look at it. Yeah, get the white legs out, you know. <laughs> cool. Well, that's Bud. Thanks so much for coming on the show. It'll be a pleasure to chat to you. And um, obviously, you're the founder of Total MTB, um, which is a non-profit uh, kind of. You're kind of a community of bike riders that encourages people uh, to bike to help with mental health and physical health. 
um, and helping the environment. You're doing loads there, man. So it's pretty amazing, and we'll get into it. But I want to chat to you about why you want to start something like that because you deal with anxiety and, and things like that yourself. Do you want to chat us through that a wee bit? Yeah, it's not a problem. So I've had anxiety for, well, pretty much as, as long as I can remember at school and stuff like Obviously, I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't know what it was back then. Um, so when I finally basically had enough of feeling this way, I uh, I thought I'd uh, try and find out what it was. And the only way I actually found out how it was was doing the, the Google search, which isn't wow. actually the best the best way in some circumstances because even if you've got a cold google generally tells you you know you've got months to live (laughs) (laughs) so so it's not the best option but i did it and that is actually how i found out i had uh, anxiety because basically it came up and it was basically a checklist of symptoms that you've got and how people feel and i was basically pretty much ticking 99 percent, if not all of the the symptoms that i had so went to the doctors, tried to get some some help, um, and it, it worked, but I sort of tried to, right, let's go and try and get outside, and because I weren't getting out much because I'm self-employed, so it, everything was indoors, really. Mm. Um, so I tried to get outside, and then I found mountain biking again, because I, as a kid, I had biked a lot with my family, but with self-employment and other busy lifestyle, you don't you sort of it fades away so mm-hmm. i f- went back into mountain biking and um it's it it did work I, you know you go into the environment into nature and it, you just even if you you get go to bike somewhere and even if you stop for a bit and you're not necessarily biking but you're back there and you just you're away from the, the town the city and you just relax and it just takes you away from the stresses and you just mm-hmm. breathe for a bit and it's just it's just quite nice even in England uh, with the weather so I wanted to then inspire uh, more people to do it but so I looked at different ways my normal job well my main job is design and marketing so I'd already done sort of with businesses uh, I've already dipped my toe in the water with social media so I knew a bit around it I knew web web design I knew uh, brand design and all that kind of stuff and put them all together to try and create something that I could then put onto social media and get others to get inspired to go out um, so then I came across repost accounts I didn't even know these were a thing so I found repost accounts and mountain bike repost accounts but they were all reposting or majority of them were reposting known riders which is great, but obviously with all the glitz and the glamour of the known rider sometimes, it's not really, uh, it's not sort of for the the average Joe kind of person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can do that. I, I, uh, or, you know, the, it's all Whistler and Bike Pot Wales, which I've got obviously nothing about, and I love those places. But for some people, the, the local trail is just as, you know, just as helpful. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to try and, you know, push that kind of stuff. And I found people that were that were doing it. And then I started the repost account. And then I was helping, you know, I was inspiring others through um, 
through that way, reposting this, their stuff. They, and then other people found it. They sort of liked it, and it just snowballed from there. Um, and now, now after two years, it then just grew and became more than just that kind of account. Yeah. It became a community. It became, and then we branched out. Yes, we're still that's still a big fundamental thing for us because it does such an amazing thing for people when they see other people out there. You know, it doesn't matter who they are, or you know, there's no criteria. Everyone's welcome. Everyone get, can get a share. Everyone, it's just a way to inspire people. But that now we're more than that. Um, so obviously there's different branches of what we do. So um, just a different, we try and come up with different ways to inspire people in different, because some people like it, um, maybe like to be inspired one way and then others like to be inspired another way. So if we try and encapsulate all of them together, it's the best way to reach everyone. Yeah. So yeah. I hope I answered your question. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Like, you know, it's amazing what you're doing there. And it's obviously an, an issue. And, you know, I had way back a couple of years ago, I had a local guy on Andy Coburn. He won't mind me telling his name because um, it's why he came on the podcast, because he really suffered from depression and mountain biking helped him in so many ways. And he was really, really keen to get that word out. And see, to be honest, that was one of my biggest downloaded episodes for a long, long time. Um, people just seem to touch with it. And he's such a character, Andy, and he's really pulled himself back. And he's such a force in the, in the uh, community here now, which is amazing to see. But you were saying there that you deal with anxiety. Now, to a lot of people, anxiety may be um, something they feel when they're going for a job interview or something like that but it, it goes a lot deeper than that can you describe some of the symptoms you would get from that kind of thing um yeah I mean it's going really back at school um I used to not like to leave um I didn't like my mum to leave me at school so I used mm. to get upset with that at school I never used to like to be um people to you know be singled out so when people were just simply reading in the classroom and they used to you know we used to have a book and they used to read a line and you used to have to read a line each person in the class and I used to count how many people it used to get to me so I could read the sentence that I was going to read and read it and read it and read it so I, I wouldn't mess up because that and I could feel myself getting red and sweaty and that kind of stuff because I overthink reading because of my anxiety mm-hmm. um it was just I, I don't like to be in the limelight um, and just going through different things. Then it became travel became an issue and going places. Um, I used to go to concerts, but um, music concerts, but we used to go all sort of all day and I couldn't eat because I felt sick. And then as, the, as it was getting closer to the actual event, I was getting dizzy, I was sweating, and I didn't know what it was. And I was in the queue, sort of um, crouched down, trying to breathe and trying to get through it. And then as soon as the, the event kicked off, because my mind was on the event, I was completely fine. Yeah. And then the, after it, or the next day, I would get a, a fuzzy head. It's what I called a, a dodgy head. And it, that was obviously after all the... I'd relaxed and all the anxiety, the tension had 
had gone away and now it's on to different things like um i mean i'm so i'm sweating a lot now and um, mm. my speech goes faster so it's all different there's so many different things but once people tell you and you can actually see you can then link it to different things and i'm pretty i know a lot about anxiety and how to stop it but putting it into practice is very difficult for me exp- something called exposure ther- therapy where you put yourself in that situation and then if you put yourself in that situation and again eventually it will your anxiety will go down and it did work for me but i had we had my daughter and obviously um that everything's great i love her to bits and all that kind of stuff uh, but i couldn't now that um my w- wife is at working as a teaching assistant i look after my daughter while she's at work so doing the exposure therapy if it went if i was stressed and anxious there I, it, so there's a good possibility that the next day i would have a tension headache and if i have a tension headache it sort of pretty much wipes me out for that day so wow. I couldn't risk I couldn't risk doing that when I had my daughter to look to look after. So then basically the exposure therapy, it kind of just slowly stopped. Which is a shame, but obviously I, I don't want to put uh, I don't want my wife to be off because I'm ill and I don't want to be in the situation where I'm ill and I'm looking after my daughter. So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to put that first over this. So it's just a, a difficult situation, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's amazing because, <clears throat> you know, anxiety, I think for the majority of people that don't know anybody that suffers from it or, you know, um, has, has read up on it or, or, you know, it just seems like, you know, you just get nervous or you get yeah. anxious about something. but like the way you're talking about it there, there's loads of different kind of symptoms to it. It's just not as simple as one thing. Um, and I suppose it affects different people differently as well. Yeah. I mean, I was talking to Richard, like I say, um, the other day on the podcast and he, he, until we were talking to me, he didn't realize that anxiety or my anxiety, it, it, he thought it was just sort of before the event and during the event but I obviously with the tension headache I'm actually fearing after the event and the next day so for example there was there's a mountain bike event I don't know if you've heard of it called MTB meetup in Wales yes I have, um, yeah. obviously due to COVID it's it hasn't been running unfortunately but I wanted to go there for the first time a few years ago so but because of my anxiety and because it was a quite a distance for me to travel not a, not a major distance but for me it was quite a distance um from south yorkshire to, to there so what i had to do because i knew i was going to be stressed with the traveling um is i had to book a hotel that was fairly close to the, the mtb meetup i had to book a hotel for and then i had to book it for um two nights it was so the first day was travel and then i knew i'd be stressed so then sleep that off have the event, I knew I'd be stressed after the event and sleep off and then travel back the next day. Whereas ideally, and, you know, for, to be cheaper and for, you know, save time, not everyone wants to spend three days doing mm-hmm. that. So it'd be, you know, you go there and exhibitions, you go there, do the event and come home. That's obviously how you, how people would intend to do things like exhibitions. But I can't do that at the minute. I, it'd have to be sort of a three-day event. Yeah. 
So yeah, like it, it really does affect your life and everything you do. Really, it uh, it's just not a one-off event that happens every now and then. This is something that you deal with twenty-four-seven, basically. Yeah, I mean, pretty much every day has got. There's a lot of days when, you know, the stress is at a minimal or the anxiety is at a minimal, but it's always, you know, around one, two mm-hmm. kind of kind of mark. But then it, on other days, it, it really does creep up. But the, the frustrating thing for me is I used to go to football, to watch football. I used to go to um, exhibitions down in London for the day with my friends. And I used to be fine. And that was a day event. So I know I can do it in the past but now now it's in my knowledge that how I can feel I just can't see myself working through it which is a shame but I I don't know where where and how it's going to improve or all that kind of stuff so I just want to then spread the awareness for other people because I think obviously mental health is a more prominent thing now Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. when I was younger it wasn't so obviously when People might be able to hide anxiety, some anxieties and some depressions, but I, for some reason, mine was basically out in the open. People could see I was crying and I was upset pretty much every day through through my school until I, it was year nine, uh, year eight or nine. I was mm-hmm. visibly upset and people could see it. So I wish someone would have been able to say, there's something not quite right let's in, investigate and figure it out so mm-hmm. i think if someone had have helped me then it could have been at that influential age it could have possibly helped me now rather than trying to figure it out now yeah yeah but, and but what obviously age, you never know sorry Ryan, what age were you then when you realized you had it um it was around 25 right okay. so about, around six years ago yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Was there anything, you know, you said that you were anxious when you were a kid and stuff like that. Was there anything back then you think triggered that? Was it, does it work like that? Can it be triggered in, in someday or? Um, I th- I'm not, I don't think it can be triggered. I mean, different people have different opinions on it. Um, right. Personally, I think because my mum has it and her dad has it. So it was sort of in the family. Okay. But so and then I think it just it something just brought it out. Um I don't know what it was because I I had quite a good well, I did have a very good loving family, so that that wasn't the issue because it started so so young. So um I, I honestly don't know, but I, I do think it was sort of there from the get go really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that brings us to mountain bike and, and how mountain biking has helped like for you personally when you found that mountain biking and and how it helped mentally and physically as well obviously um like was that a light bulb moment for you was that something that really helped you like that or was it a gradual thing it did help me um it wasn't a light bulb effect kind of thing unfortunately but it did gradually help me it helped me in just being able to relax and forget about work and stresses just out there you know with the um biking and also when you're off the bike just sat there in a looking at a river or you know yeah if you find a spot a nice spot uh, so you've got the river the sounds the smells the sights all that kind of stuff but also um 
my main passion is downhill biking. So mm. when I do, there's not many places around South Yorkshire to do downhill biking, unfortunately. But where there is a few trails, and if you do go really fast, and your concentration has to be up. So my mind is completely away from the stresses and all that kind of stuff, and it yeah. is on the bike because if obviously you lose concentration for one minute and you hit a stone or you do something, you, you you're off, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So you. My mind is solely on the the bike if I'm doing downhill, so that's why I like uh, downhill biking. Yeah, yeah. No, certainly you you have to be a hundred percent concentrated if you're thinking about anything else. Uh, you're yeah, in trouble. So if, you, if I'm just biking normally, I can. I, I'm not. You're just having a, a general ride. Then yes, it's nice, but I can still have time to think about feeling sick, about my anxiety. Because obviously there's no danger to you, is there? Yeah. So uh, that's obviously just how it works for me personally. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And you know, I, I know of some places here in Ireland that you know are doing something something similar for mental health matters and things like that. That um, they're getting proper kind of qualified mountain bikers to come out and guide these people and uh, try and help getting them out in nature, getting them out in fresh air, getting them away from computer screens, from their phones, all this kind of stuff, you know. Um, and I know that's kind of the idea or one of the ideas behind Total MTB that you found out. Now, that's been going since June 2017, is that right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's a it's a slow of a slow burner or depending on how you look at it but yeah it's uh, been started that, since that that time yeah yeah and it's been growing massively like you've over fifty thousand insta followers and, and stuff like that so you know the community is growing growing massively now chat us through ryan because you've got loads going on there and i'll certainly direct people to to your website and stuff um but chat us through your campaigns because these are very interesting um just chat us through a few of those and why you, why you went that direction. The, you know, like the mental health matters, and you know, is that about endorphins and and how good endorphins help mental health and give you positive vibes and things? Can you chat us through that a wee bit? Yeah, that's fine. So obviously, to me, the most important thing is uh, the mental health. Um, so it's just basically bringing awareness to it and saying it's in, in, important to us. And it, basically, we're a safe space for people to open up. They don't have to open up um, openly, as in um, on social media posting. They can do it to the family. They can open up to us in private uh, messenger. They can mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Just you know, don't suffer alone, kind of thing. Um, and it's not you. You're not just suffering alone. You're not. It's not just you suffering. It is a a, a worldwide thing. It is. So you're not just alone. It's not just you who's suffering like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just basically bringing awareness to it. Um, the other one is we've got another one called Let's All Ride, which is basically, you know, getting people out, trying to get encourage people out for mental and physical health. Mm-hmm. Obviously, both work pretty well together outside. Like you say, the good endorphins of exercise. And if you're outside, you've got, hopefully, the sun. <laughs> Which is uh, well been hard to come by recently, but obviously you that have does to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, 
So obviously that does help. And obviously if you're on the bike, you've got both physical and mental health. So the Let's All Ride, it's, you know, helpfully trying to in, get people out, no matter where they are in the country, no matter what the job, the gender, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you organise um, like ride outs and that kind of thing, don't you with that? Yeah, I mean, they've, they've stopped recently because of yeah. the COVID. Um, so we're, ho- we're hoping that the um, the government and British Cycling can allow us to have 30 plus people because obviously then we can, you know, there's no cap on really on the social ride and then we can we can do those again. But they were quite popular and it was just fantastic to see. We we had some uh, photographers at the rides so we could uh, document uh, the ride, but also, you know, people could see and take take the pictures home if they, mm-hmm. if they well, not home, but you know, digitally yeah. if they wanted to. But it was just so good to see the happy faces, people talking, either with friends or people that they've never met, just bringing people together and even um, people going there and seeing people they've never met, that then can help their mental health. They can then make, make friends to go on rides together, uh, uh, you know, in the future, not with Total TB as such, but just on, mm-hmm. by themselves. So it, everything that is got behind it a way of helping mental health physical health and just bringing people together um so we've also got one called protect our planet which obviously uh the environment to mountain bikers is very important obviously that's where we relax that's where we go on a ride so we're trying to obviously do a conscious effort ourselves but again just as we're doing with mental health we're also trying to promote the awareness and trying to well, basically just help the planet and uh, yeah. that kind of stuff. And then the last one, which is the most recent one we've done, is You Are You and You Are Awesome, which is basically saying in, you don't have to change, you don't have to – there's no rules to how you look on a bike, or, uh, either clothing, appearance, aesthetically, anything like that. You, just you are awesome as you are. So I see a lot of negative comments through people on social media that have either come off social media – because of the comments or they've stopped biking because of the comments that they've received either they're not good enough on a bike or a woman can't do that or a child can't do that or racist comments it's just it's so annoying so that's why we've come up with a campaign of you are you and you are awesome because no matter who you are you should be free and you should be confident to to get out there and bike yeah that's crazy um you know i think well, you know, here in Ireland, where we have a big biking community here, the mountain bike scene, thanks to the council and stuff building trail centres, is growing and it's growing very rapidly. And COVID has helped people get on bikes and everything else. But, um, you know, our community here is really friendly. And yeah. I very rarely hear bad comments or anything like that. And it's one thing I always, you know, people are fed up with me saying it in the podcast but just how good the mountain bike community is you know and, and how friendly everybody is but you're kind of hearing some pushback against that that's interesting unfortunately i mean 99 of the community is good um you know, and encouraging and all that kind of stuff but there is unfortunately you hear it i mean unfortunately i've not had it myself mm-hmm. but I, i've seen i've heard well not seen it because i would have sort of tried to get you know stop it but yeah. i've heard people that have it's affected them really bad 
and they've come off social media, they've come up, they've stopped biking and all, that kind of stuff because of because of it. And it's just it's sad, it's frustrating. I just I, I don't I don't understand why people would do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, and obviously it affects people in the wrong way. You know, it's completely. I mean, they pers- could say it to show off to the mates or whatever it is, or they could show it, say it, in f- for five minutes. But then that five minutes is then not th- the person for it could be a lifetime. Yeah, yeah, it's very, it's, it's not cool at all. Um, you know, and it's funny because. I think why a lot of people are attracted to the the biking thing is one of the reasons anyway is because it seems to be a really friendly community and if we lose that or if it becomes a problem in the MTV scene that it's not friendly and you have to be riding a certain bike or wearing a certain helmet or you know be a certain shape or whatever yeah. um that's going to be an issue and it's something I certainly don't want to see. I've seen it in other sports, and I certainly don't want to see it in mountain biking. And here, fair play to you for standing up and doing something about it. You know, that's pretty well, awesome. I, I mean, it, it is something we've set up, but obviously we're not the only ones to, to try and help or bring awareness to this. There's other people out there that are, are also doing it. I mean, uh, for one example, is Shimano with the, um, the brought out of video. I don't know if it's a campaign of theirs, but... I think it was all bodies on bikes, which mm. is a, a movement, and that's sort of the same thing. Um, we've got the, um, the the lady over in Scotland. Um, her, her Instagram is Mrs. Go. I think it's Go Wear Scotland or something mm. like that. Uh, she's campaigning for more diversity. Um, so we're not the only one, uh, but it's just a fact that we d- shouldn't have to really do but obviously we're wanting to do mm-hmm. yeah no well fair play fair play now talk to us about you've also something going there called total bodies can you tell us about that yeah so total bodies is a place it's a something that i've started so people would volunteer if they've got sort of mental health experience or mental health um they've done mental health training in the past and they want to help others biking and they know they have good knowledge of the mtb trail around them uh, they can they can join us to be an mtb buddy uh, total total buddy um, mm-hmm. so then people can go on if they if they're low in confidence or if they suffer from anxiety or anything like that and they're wanting to not go out on their own but not go out in a big group they're just wanting to go sort of one-on-one uh, learn the trail a bit more get a bit more confidence out on the bike then they can look, and if we've hopefully got someone in their local area, they can contact the person and then go out, organise a ride and go out. And it, to be fair, it's the, the one of the things that is only just recently started, but it's one of the things that I'm most happy or proud that I've started. Because, yes, the awareness is good that we're spreading for mental health, but with this, I can actually see the feedback from people that have done it and it's actually working and people are actually going on these rides people are getting more confident and it's something that i can actually see firsthand Mm. that it's happening and with everything else it's not really been like that it's just you know i'm hoping that it's working and every now and again i I get a good piece of feedback that 
your, your account's good, thank you, it's helped me. But this is, people are going out of the way to, to look, to find someone in their area, to go out with them, bike, and it's helping them. And that's that's pretty good feeling that people have done that. Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Well, it validates what you're doing is working and it's helping people. And at the end of the day, that's why you started Total MTB, was to help people, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, we we probably do quite a lot of stuff now that p- people could say we do you know it's too much rather than you know keeping it simple but if each idea helps another person that wouldn't have then surely that's a a good thing yeah yeah definitely and you do loads of charity work and you've got projects that you support and stuff and you know you've raised you know like almost nine thousand pounds since 2019 to to fund these projects and you know it's certain it's things like the dirt fund project um which is cool i had daniel and the boys on the show uh i think that was episode 178 and you help forestry england and dirt sisters of shred all this kind of stuff um so like how do you help these charities and how do you choose these charities um some of them um i see on social media and i contact them some co- uh, of the projects contact us and some we've got a team of people that help run total mtb so someone might see something and think oh i think that's have a look and i think that's a, a good thing to get involved with mm-hmm. so there's different ways we can we can see s- stuff but i think if if i do think most of the projects are good that we come across and we try and help them in uh, as much as we can so the basic thing that we can do to help them is basically put them on the website and uh, share them on our story on the Instagram to try and get them some social exposure and mm-hmm. exposure that they might not have got originally um, and, you know, links to the website and all that kind of stuff. But if we can go a step further, then we do we try and help them with funding so we can raise money through our community like we've done for um, Mike Jones over in Wales with the um, free Bikes for Kids project. That's... Mm-hmm. We've it's coming up to three thousand pounds now that we've raised for him. We've helped to get get him a shed for uh, the, his workshop and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we've got uh, so we've got something going with charity no panic, which is the t-shirt, and we're doing a lot for them uh, with different things. We've, this year's jersey was basic was dedicated to mental health. So um, three pounds from each jersey sale went to went to that we do a big raffle that went to that this year mm-hmm. for, for the christmas just gone and then we've now started to do stuff for uh, with a company called Eco- ecology i think it's called i think that's how you say it mm-hmm. it's basically where you donate money and they use that money to plant trees in the uk and around the world and offset carbon um so you can it's your money that's gone to and you can see that it's helped yeah. um, and it tells you how much how many trees you've planted and how much carbon you've offset so our uh, protect our planet t-shirt that's a charity t-shirt that's also made from recycled plastic all the money from that goes to that charity so each t-shirt i think it's each t-shirt bought uh, plants 50 trees Wow. Uh, so, and then we next. So, the ideally, we're looking for the next charity Christmas raffle 
that we're hoping that can also plant trees and also the next the next jersey we're hoping to be dedicated to the planet and again the money part of the money raised will go to planting trees but if i think i worked out that if the same amount of money was raised for the next charity raffle that we did at christmas if it was raised this year the amount of trees that it would have planted would be twenty-seven thousand. that's unbelievable that's crazy yeah it's so important like and your merchandise obviously um helps with all that stuff as well Uh, yeah i mean we've got some default stuff that's just you know total mtb branded but we do try and do bring out more stuff that helps and go helps awareness of you know the planet or the mental health and Mm -hmm. all the money goes to all the profits go to those charities so yeah we do we do quite a lot but there's so many projects out there that we just want to help push and even if it's by social media so like you say the dirt front project is quite a, a good one to get people out there and inspired even if they're not sort of linked to a team necessarily it doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. have to stop you and then the dirt from sisters they had a, a meetup just recently uh, i think it was at uh, a bike park local is it fly fly up uh, 417 or something um so they had one and it's just that a bunch of young ladies girls getting going out with their friends biking and just the photos that i'm going to try and share some a post on them later this week when i can get access to some of them photos because it it just shows what mountain biking is uh, yeah. you know young young ladies young girls out there biking enjoying it with their friends it's just you know it just that's what it's about yeah totally totally it's all about you know the social aspect and and friends and it's funny because i remember i uh, asked my subscribers one time why they mountain biked what was their top you know three reasons for mountain biking and um for me personally it's that kind of adrenaline type thing that kind of adrenaline rush and i thought that would be the general you know return i would get but by far by far and over every other thing it was to get out in nature that was the number one response you know which kind of surprised me a little but on the other hand it it kind of didn't because it's probably one of the reasons I do it as well, one of the big reasons. But, you know, it's interesting that people, just the way everything is with screens now, and, you know, I drove by the bus stop the other morning and all the kids were, you know, lined up ready for school and every one of them had their head down on a phone. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, and there's maybe 15 kids standing there. I, I didn't see one kid chatting to anybody else. Everybody was on their phones. And you know it was like at twenty to nine in the morning or something. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So getting people out in nice rides like that, it has to be good for your mental health. It has to work wonders for you. Yeah, it it does. But I mean, you say that about the the nature. I mean, if you were to take the nature away from people's rides, it, even if they didn't think it was important, I I think they then think actually, <laughs> I miss it. It is yeah. important. I feel more stressed without it, that kind of stuff. So I think um, it is important, but I can't, with the social media, I mean, I try and stay away from it as much as possible, but with my businesses been heavily linked with social media, it's um, it's difficult to to mm-hmm. stay off 
the phone sometimes, uh, yeah. but obviously I'm, I'm doing my best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you're good at it. You're skilled at it. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's one of your your pars. So it's all it's all good. Um, so the Total MTB crew, let's chat a little bit about that, Ryan, because obviously, you know, you're doing a lot of stuff here. You can't do it yourself. So you've got guys and girls there that help you out. Do you want to shout out a few names or... Um, I, I hate this type of stuff in case I forget someone out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, I mean, in Tim, I actually do quite a lot my, myself because I don't like other people to do something and not get paid. So I try and repay them in some way, one way or another. So we have yeah. a, a lot of ambassadors, but there's me as a, the founder and I basically do try and do as much as myself, but I run... The ideas past first, I, I run it past uh, Andy and Lou, who have basically been there for pretty much the start, uh, helping with with ideas. You know what's good, what's not, how we can adapt something to work. Then I take it to the the you know the crew that's um, Sally, who runs MTB Talk that's every Sunday. You know on Twitter for getting into mountain bike talk it's questions it's a bit social without having to um if people can't meet up because everyone's dotted around the country they can go on there and every sunday chat it's about questions having fun that kind of stuff so then we've got ian who runs um the accounts for total rider so if we've got any uh, people in total mtb merch you know the jersey t-shirts to tag the the accounts and then it gets shared exclusively on that specific account um i've got andy hampshire who helps run uh, the total show, social rides because he's a you know, he's a professional mountain bike guide and that kind of stuff and then we've got carl who's uh, fairly new he helps with the facebook group to keep mo- monitoring that so we've got quite a few people and that's not mm. including the um, ambassadors as well but I do quite do quite a lot of it myself, which is I don't like other people like say to do stuff for free, but it is quite labour intensive. Yeah, um, totally. I just wish you know, in, well, in future, I hope that it keeps growing so I can then pay people, uh, so it becomes e- easier and obviously totem to be develops. That's obviously the the goal. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man, for sure. And like, how did the ambassadors and supporters and stuff help you out? Um, it's just uh, spreading the message, really, and they also help with the ideas. So before it goes any further, it go also goes to the ambassadors, see if what they their thoughts are, see if the you know everyone's got an opinion, and I, I listen to everyone. So um, I don't, I hate even in my main business, I hate the sort of the boss title. I don't like that. I want everyone to be involved. No mm-hmm. idea is a stupid idea. Um, so everyone gets involved. Every, and everyone's quite, you know, down to earth and like-minded about stuff. So um, obviously we, the what we've got with the ambassadors is it's very diverse, which is fantastic because that's what we want to promote. So everyone's coming from different backgrounds and got their own ideas. And then it basically comes up into an idea or develops the idea. And that's what, what we have. So... Um, they do. They, they're absolutely fantastic, the ambassadors, because they basically promote exactly what we want. Get out there, no matter who you are, background. Just get out there, have fun, ride, 
see friends and that kind of stuff so they're absolutely brilliant yeah for sure for sure and you even have like a young kid a young three or four year old there who shreds as an ambassador yeah, we've got we've got <laughs> quite a few we've got quite a few kids um stan who's been racing recently daisy who you you're talking about there who's very it was fantastic we've actually just recently started something with her called adventures with daisy right, um, yeah. to try and inspire people around her age group because we've seen that people see her and want to get involved in biking so i thought if we actually dedicate something to her that people can concentrate on i thought that might help further um so let's see how that goes and then we've got amelia as well who's um a bit older but still not uh still one of the younger ones yeah brilliant man brilliant awesome now uh for people listening to the podcast this may you know they may be really interested in this and you work with partners you work with brands as well and you have discounts up to like 40 percent off uh lots of top brands broken riders pts helmet tour all this kind of stuff um like that's really cool like you know how do the brands help you out is it through discounts and spreading the word and stuff like that yeah, I mean, you, you may be um, surprised to hear, but the discount page is by far the most visited page on our website. Yeah, doesn't surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> I wonder why that is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, the with the help with reviews, the brand, so we do reviews and we also you know promote their products because uh, of the audience we've got. But the the main way that the people help the brands help us is by partnering up with us and being on our jersey because that's where it, the funding comes into it. So to actually have a discount on there or to have a review, review on there or to be linked with us doesn't actually cost the brand anything. Mm-hmm. It is just the product as, as investment. So obviously they've sent the product and that's their sort of payment to, to be included. But to be, get the most exposure it, it is to become a partner or you know to go on our jersey um and that that's when the funding comes into it and that's when it, it does help because ideally i want this to be, be my main job because i enjoy i enjoy it that much mm-hmm. so um we've had i wouldn't say negative comments but obviously the jersey has logos on it and people don't like you know it's advertising and all that kind of stuff but it's i think it's a good a good thing we're doing and it's helping it's fun helping funders so that's yeah. the reason behind it um obviously if i could if i was had a lot of money i wouldn't need to do that and i could do the jersey without logos but obviously and um, that's not the case so a lot of the most of the community can see that and that they're happy with it so it's just to help to the real yeah no totally totally and you know, it helps spread the word and everything. And race jerseys are so popular. And are you, did I read right? Was I reading right and saying that you're hoping to recycle your jersey by 2022 or something? Not recycle it as such, um, but have them made by uh, recycled uh, bottles. Oh, so, okay. So it's just, again, another step to, um, it's just a difficult trying to find uh, the correct supplier, the correct price, because with our jerseys, we're trying to keep them low, at mm-hmm. low cost. Mm-hmm. So um, people might pay higher, people might pay or want it cheaper, but I think it's fair. And also 
they, they get a jersey, they get freebies in it from the brands that are sponsored on the jersey. And also money, part of the money goes to charity as well. So uh, I don't think, and that includes, the price also includes postage and packaging. So next year, it might have a slight increase if it is recycled, the jersey. Um, but still, I think if it was to go to sort of between 30 and £35, pounds, with some of the money going to charity, that includes postage and packaging. And with um, also it being recycled, I don't think that's too bad. No, um, that's very that's very reasonable. To be. Most jerseys are like 35, 40 quid anyway. Yeah, so I mean, obviously that's another thing for the why we get brands involved. Because the brands, obviously with the payments that come through for the sponsors and the partners, that helps me with my income and, you know, helps me do Total MTB so I can keep the cost fairly low for the people, for, for the mm-hmm. community, because I don't need to have the price high to get my money back, uh, to you know, to have a mm-hmm. salary. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's how I can keep it that low as well. So it, yeah. it works for it works for both, uh, really. Yeah, very cool. And people can just go on your website, and you've got discount codes and stuff there that they can use for the individual yeah, brands. On, yeah, they can go on the website, click the link on our social uh, social media, and we've got a link tree. Uh, so it's all the, the the main links are there. So yeah. Everything yeah. is pretty much on the website anyway. It also got a, a, a new feature, also click to uh, copy on the discount code. So instead of having to type in or copy at the bottom the discount code, you can click the uh, code underneath the the um, click the the link underneath the code underneath the logo of the company. Mm-hmm. And it cl- uh, copies it to either your laptop, your computer, iPad, or phone, and then you can paste it straight into the the website. Wow, very easy. Very easy for people to spend money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. unfortunately or fortunately. <laughs> cool, man. Um, so before I let you go, Ryan, like, what's the future for Total MTB? Have you anything new planned for the near future you can tell us about? Um, we've not necessarily got anything planned, but it's just trying to get the more awareness out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean media is helping a lot obviously doing podcasts now is helping a lot trying to get our name out there we've had it in a local paper we've had it in a national magazine with mb uk which has been great but if we can do a bit more obviously that is great but i'm not i don't like to put any um sort of gold time frames on something i just like to keep working hard at it and hopefully things just come off off the back of it really so just keep spreading awareness really yeah for sure for sure and you were saying that you know the kind of end goal for total mtb was maybe not for total mbt but for you personally you wanted to make this your full-time kind of employment yeah because i get such a buzz off of helping people yeah with uh, people sending me messages about oh, we've helped them with their anxiety or open up to their family um we do something called total dream at the minute where we find out what someone wants um, and get them a surprise. So a little girl from Team Cost Cost Pair, I think it's pronounced. She she loved Tracy mostly. So we got her a signed jersey from her, and she didn't know about it. Wow. Um, and it just that he, she they videoed it and showed people. So it, the, stuff like that, it just makes it, you just get a kick out of it. And if we can, when again we're starting up with something else called Total Shout Out. So if we find people that have done something great for charity or a good deed, 
then we basically give them a shout out, tell people what they've done, um, just to spread happiness, awareness, uh, and try and raise spirits that after the crap time people have had, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's difficult, definitely. So, like, Ryan, how can people learn more, reach out, get involved and get in touch with yourself or Total MTB? Where's the best place to go? Uh, basically, it's social media, really, to find all the updates. We're, on, we're constantly updating our Twitter, our Facebook and our Instagram. It's Total MTB, uh, our account names. And also, if you wanted to find out a bit more in detail, then totalmtb.co.uk. It's a website, and obviously that's where people go for the discounts, which are very popular. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure, I'm <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> people love a bargain. <laughs> yeah, good, good. Well, Ryan, listen, thanks so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you, and I hope your season goes well and, and everything you know goes well for you there. Um, it's an absolute bless what you're doing. Like, you know... It's amazing what you're doing. You spend so much time on it and, you know, you just do it out of the love of the thing and, and the love of helping people. So it really is amazing, dude. And I hope uh, it grows and grows and grows and you get to go full time at it because it would be amazing to have something like that based in the UK full time. I think it would really lead the way for other countries to be doing something similar, you know. So good luck, pal. Good luck. Well, thank you. And thank you for having me on and inviting me on and let me talk about it. So... Yeah, you've got a great platform, so keep doing your work and uh, helping others spread their awareness. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. Not a problem. That's a wrap for episode 196. I hope you enjoyed that, folks. And Ryan, thanks so much for coming on the show. It was a pleasure to get you on the podcast, mate. And uh, what you're doing there is so, so amazing. And I know it helps people. I know a couple of people in my own life that certain things like this help you know maybe mountain biking surfing whatever it is but it's amazing what you and the guys are doing there i really really do appreciate it as so many people do and uh, so thanks so much for coming on and sharing your story on the podcast and i uh, hope your year goes so so well and you get to do everything you want to do with total mtb because i know it's growing into a much much larger thing helping more and more people every year so well done sir well done now, folks, if you enjoyed the podcast, you want to know a little bit more, just simply go to the show notes, mtb-tribe.com, search for Ryan's episode 196, and you'll get a little more info there on what we chatted about, and you'll get quick and easy links to all of Ryan's socials and Facebook and website. All that kind of stuff is on there for you to access. Now, if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to show your support, the best way is simply by subscribing, rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you listen to your shows on. Your reviews help more people find the show and hopefully help more people get on the saddle and get on the trails. Now we also have a website you can check out mtb-tribe.com where you can find the complete bike catalogue, listen and download every show from there for free. You can also subscribe there and get one email per week with a quick and easy link to listen to the podcast. If you want to get in contact with the show, you'll find us on social media at MTB Tribe on Instagram and Facebook, and you can simply PM me there. Or if you prefer email, you'll find me at info at mtb-tribe.com. Well, that's it for this week, folks. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'll be back next week with another exciting episode. But until that time, as always, 
get the bikes out, hit the trails, and stay MTB stoked. <laughs>